All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sharon Schuler, and I'm so glad to be back with you. I'm so glad to be back in the grind seat once again. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a while since you've heard from us here on Behind the Grind, right? Since you've heard a conversation, since you've heard an interview, whatever the case may be, it's been a minute. But I am so glad that those of you who are listening today that has tuned back in uh, to catch up with Behind the Grind, there's a lot that has gone on since the last time I had an opportunity to share with you. And so I'm so excited to be back in the grind seat. Let me just, the goal is to do what we can this year uh, to bring you uh, more spiritual content. Of course, we're going to continue to have the interviews, uh, but I want to make sure that I really uh, do justice. Uh, my calling um, from a ministerial standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, from a speaking standpoint is to share, right? To share the gospel, to share with you uh, my journey, which includes, which is uh, really predicated and led by Christ. And so therefore, I want to make sure you understand that behind the grind, uh, we'll have that focus. Of course, we are a marketplace um, uh, interviewing platform. So there may be people in the seat that may not be true believers, all of that good stuff. We're going to continue to interview them uh, because uh, there is so much that we can still learn from everybody. But I am speaking from the host perspective. Uh, yeah, I will be sharing my Christian, my, uh, but I want to share a light. Hopefully I can inspire you. Hopefully I can encourage you. Hopefully I can uh, provide something that can help you along the way in your journey. And if you find something valuable in that, that I can help you go further and spiritually develop you, uh, feel free to reach out to your boy and I'll do what I can to help you along this journey, to help you on this walk. If you want to find more out about Christ and you want to build your faith and you want to be spiritually developed, and I think it's critical in this time. So that was a long introduction. God has blessed us and we are excited about what he's doing. And I believe it's symbolic for what is happening in 2022. I think God is beginning to settle us, right? I believe the settlement is beginning to happen. And what I say by that is, you know, it's been a rocky 2020, rocky 2021. And yes, it's been a rocky 2022 in the aspect of things that we're seeing that is happening. But in our personal lives, I believe God is bringing us to a place of settling, meaning a place of where we understand, right? We're, we're able to stand. We're able to get our footing together. We are used to the waves now. We're used to the currents shifting. We're used to things changing. And I think we've got all of those of us who are believers, I think we've got our footing together and we've got our faith and we're trying to anchor ourselves as much as possible in God. So that no matter what comes our way, we know how to move, make the adjustments and stay in the position that God has called us to be. I believe the anchored part is important, being anchored, knowing that, yes, this boat may move a little bit. Yes, there may be some turbulence in the plane. But if you have the right pilot and you have the right individual conducting the ship, you know that if everything happens, you know that you're in control. It reminds me of when Jesus was on the boat and the winds were, were rocking and the, the boat was rocking. And it wasn't like these disciples hadn't um, been out fishing and um, 
moving a boat before, but they were in a situation where it got to a place where it was beyond them, that even in that situation, Jesus was on the boats resting, right? And they were, they were, they were concerned, but Jesus had to calm them down. He had to speak to the winds. He had to speak to the sea. He had to speak to all of those things in that situation. And I believe in 2022, in this half of 2022, I know a lot is happening, but I hear God speaking up to us as well and letting us know that peace be still. In the middle of the storm, he is instructing. He is teaching in in the middle of the strong. I know so many of us are experiencing the things, the calamities, and the things that have happened, and we'll cover some of that today. I know these things are top of mind. It's got us bothered. It's got us off kilter, and we empathize, and we sympathize with those individuals who have been impacted by things that are going on, whether it's in outside this country, whether it's in this country, whether it's around the corner, it's in our neighborhood, Wherever the the, the disasters are happening, wherever the crises are taking place, we are being impacted because those around us are being shaken and we're being shaken in the same in vain. But God is asking us as believers to stand up. He is teaching us how to speak to the storm and tell the storm to be still. I believe now is the time for the believers. I believe God is, is beginning to move us into a place where, you know, it, enough is enough of me taking care of everything for you. But I'm, I want you to pay attention. I'll continue to take care of your storms. I'll continue to pay, take care of your crisis, as I hear God saying. But I need you to now to step up and learn how to speak to the storm and tell the storm to be still. I need you to step up. And so we're in a place where God is now teaching. It's a teaching mode. So I want you to kind of understand that all that you've gone through, all the things that you're experiencing, God is now reminding you, don't you have that faith? I've given you faith. You've been around me enough. You've experienced me bringing you through this and through that. And there are going to be times where I'm going to ask you to speak to the storm. I'm going to ask you to learn how to activate your faith. And so I believe we're in a moment now that God is teaching the believer how to activate our faith. And I know we've always done it, but it is uh, a greater than, 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 than before. God is really pushing us to activate our faith and faith is necessary. Now, not only for the faith for us, you know, we've got to get out of that stage where there's faith for us, right? We have faith to get what we want, faith to get through our journey, faith to get through our career experience. I know I do a lot of personal development to help you along your way, but God is shifting even you. He's shifting me. He's shifting us to now learn, teach others how to activate their faith, how to raise their level of confidence and trust in God. You know, God has done so much for us and we've expecting God to bail us out every single situation and God will do that. But God is now giving the ownership back unto us. It reminds me of the man who had been laying by the pool, right? The, lame, the, the man that the Bible described as being the lame man laying by the pool. And, and and he would go there at a certain point every season, right? And, and out of the midst of that situation, Jesus came along, right? And he asked the man, he asked this man who had been lame for 38 years in this condition, laid in this condition. He asked the man, you know, he, he began to, to pry and ask the man, why are you sitting? And I'm paraphrasing, but why are you in this state? Like, why do you continue to come to this pool? What are you doing? And he began to give them reasons of why he wasn't healed. He began to explain to Jesus saying, hey, Jesus, you know, every time I would come down, 
down. I would stand here. I'm in position and somebody would jump in front of me. You see that I'm lame. He would begin to go through all of this rigmarole of explaining his situation. And he was saying that I need somebody to help me put me in the pool. I need somebody to take me and dip me. If I can get in that pool, I realize I might get healed. Possibly. I, I don't know. But I haven't been able to do it because nobody is here to help me. And I heard Jesus speak to him. And I want you to hear that lesson. Jesus begins to speak to the man who was at that pool. He began to speak to that man. Can you hear that? Can you imagine? Go go with me on that. You know, I know you may not have joined this podcast to hear this today. You probably was wondering who was going to join today, but I believe God might be speaking to you today about what is it in your situation that's got you waiting on somebody else to fix it, waiting on somebody else to solve it, waiting on someone else to get you out of the situation, waiting on someone else. Who can you blame to get you out of this situation? But here in this situation, the man laying there was there, oh, laying there at the pool, just laying, laying at the pool, wondering who was going to let him, who was going to get him into the pool. And Jesus asked him, know basically what will make what how can we work with you here how can we get you out of this situation what can you do for yourself and it was at the pool of Bethesda and Jesus began to 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 ask the sick man he says he says rise up take up your bed and walk begin he began to command I should say to the man to rise up take up your bed and walk. And I'm sorry, I may not have given you the scriptures, but in John chapter five, if you get a chance to read it, the man being healed at the pool of Bethesda, been there for 38 years in that condition. He had no one, the Bible said, to allow him or to help him, make him be well. But God began to turn that thing on him. And he began to ask him, he began to speak to him. He began to ignite or activate some type of faith in him. And so today we're just wondering what is in your life that you've kind of kind of positioned it for somebody else to fix it for you. You've kind of positioned it in a way that said that if I had this amount of money come in my life, if I had somebody come and walk in my life and do X, Y, and Z, or if I had this amount of followers, uh, if I had this, if I had that, you, you, you know how you did. You've laid it out in your head and you've given yourself a reason and an excuse of why you have not moved forward. And yet and still, I hear God speaking to you and he's turning it on you. And he's asking you, will you rise up, take up your bed, and will you walk? What are you going to do? It's action-taking season. It's action-taking time. And I see God breaking barriers in believers' lives, those of you who are joined business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, students, whatever your, your your role in life is today, husband, wife, son, daughter, whatever your role is in life today, I hear God saying, activate now. And activate not just for yourself, yes, get yourself out of the situation. But when you get out of this situation, I need you to bless others. And this man that was cured, again, read this scripture, this is important. This man was cured. He was blessed. Um, And he had gotten to a situation where people had knew his condition, right? 
He began to become a testimony. They knew his condition. They're like, man, you're walking. What's going on? And he says, I've been to a man, right? He, he basically let him know. I don't know what this man is about. And, and again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know where he came from. I don't know all of that. All I know is I couldn't walk and now I can walk. These are situations that God is beginning to bless in our lives. He's beginning to help us see. I know right now with everything that's going on. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a moment. I, I have to address these things. It, you know, it's hard for us not to address. It's, it's been happening. And we have seen an outbreak in our land of, of massive shootings. If you've, if, if you've been tracking with us, we talk about this here on, this, on the grind. And we actually shared at the earlier the year when I gave you the 22 things uh, to prepare for in 2022 early on in the podcast. You know, we mentioned this. We knew massive shootings would happen. We knew this was going to take place. And, uh, you know, every time it happens, it's not a good feeling. We know that there's life that is lost. There's people who have been traumatized. I think that's interesting, too. Not only is there life loss, which is a horrific life loss. And, and, you know, we can talk about all the different um, all the different situations that have taken place. And we will. But life was lost. But then those who are left behind, per se, those individuals, whether it's parents, whether it's children, whether it's close relatives, whether there's friends, co-workers, whether the, 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 the place has now adopted a traumatic vibe in that place, right? Whether it's the school, whether it's that church, whether it's that grocery store, people can't even pass by that place, whether they were impacted directly where they saw it or their individuals that knew about that place. They can't go to that place. It's a traumatic experience. But us as believers, we've got to learn how to stand in the midst of trial, in the midst of calamity, in the midst of a trial. We've got to learn how to stand. We've got to get to a place where we are not rocked every single situation. We've, we've got to get to a place because our help, it comes from the Lord. We know that we have eternal life too as well. And sometimes we get into situations believing that the devil has more power and we give him more power than he really has. The truth of the matter is when you go into Ephesians chapter number six, listen, I feel like preaching today. When you go into Ephesians chapter number six, the scriptures tell us about putting on the whole armor of God. Matter of fact, I want to take the moment and just go there. Let's go there. Ephesians chapter number six. Mm, this is good stuff. I want to encourage the believer. If you are a believer today, I want you to be encouraged. God has something for you. Listen, this is a year that I know there's going to be things that are going to be rumbling. There's going to be things that are going to happen. But God has granted a blessing on you. You are a believer of Christ. And God has granted a blessing on you. I want you to receive it. I want you to get it in your spirit. And I want you to begin to get into a place where you believe it and you receive it. I don't care what you are hearing about. I don't care what you see. Change the channel. Flip past. Unfollow some things. Turn off the news if you have to. Whatever you've got to do. But get your mind focused back on Christ. In the middle of that storm, we talked about it. Jesus was in the middle uh, resting while the storm was going off. While the winds and the waves were happening. And the disciples were saying, do you care that we die? Do you care that we perish? And Jesus had to speak to the winds. He had to speak to the seas. The same thing is happening today for us believers. He's empowering us to understand that these are evil days. These are dark days, but the believer has to stand strong. We are the lights 
in this earth, right? We are the ones that magnify. When we lose our savor, when we lose our light, that's where the world becomes darker and darker. So I am encouraging, I am asking, I am commanding believers to step back up, right? Rise back up. Quit call, talking about the problem. Yes, we're going to acknowledge the issue. We're going to pray for those who we have to pray for. We're going to help those when we can help them. We're going to do what believers do. But in the midst of it, I don't need you to lose confidence in the faith that you have in God. I don't need you to lose confidence in what God has spoken concerning his promises for your life. I remember as a little boy, I never understood it, but I believe that prayer really does work. I was not saved. I did not know much about Jesus, but I had a praying mama. Thank God. I can't say that everybody has a praying mama. Maybe you had a praying grandmother. I don't know what the situation was, but my mom, every morning, whenever she could think about it, she would pray for me before I would walk out and go to school. She would take that anointing oil and place it on my head right? She would pray. Yes, yes. Even though people may not have understood what she was doing before I stepped out of the car, she was praying for me. My mom began to pray for me. And all I can say is, I don't know if there was some storms that I was supposed to face. I don't know if there was some gun shooting and violence that was supposed to come to my elementary school or junior high school. I don't know if I was supposed to experience some things, but I believe that prayer broke the backs of some things that could have happened in my life. I believe my mama prayed for me. And so I'm saying that to say that we have parents now that love their children. I understand it. We love our kids. You can tell you it's plastered all on your, your book face, Facebook, your Instagram. You talk about your kids and what they've done, all of that great stuff. But I hope in all of that excitement about what they're doing, I hope that you're laying your hands on them before they leave you. I that you're praying for them. Uh, let's get back to a place of praying for our children who can't pray for themselves. I don't care if they're 15. I don't care if they're 12. I don't care if they're 8. They require you as long as you're their parent and they're of that age. You need to be praying for them every day and you won't stop praying. I know when you turn 50 and 60 and all of these years, you're going to still be praying for your kids. But in this critical moment now, pray for your children and don't get selfish with it. Begin to pray for the their friends, begin to pray for their class, begin to pray for their school, begin, let the Lord use you in this hour. We need more praying warriors. Have the right, I know we've been talking about rights of guns and rights of this and rights of that. I don't know if your rights are, are needed or not needed, but one thing you better not take from me is my right to pray. It's the most powerful thing that I have. Now let's get to the scriptures. I, I told you to bring out the scriptures. I'm excited here. Ephesians chapter number six. Six is very powerful. The Bible talks about it. It talks about it in verse around verse number 10 or so. The Bible lets us know. He says, he says, finally, brother, just to kind of give you an idea. This is Paul talking. He says, finally, brother, be strong of the Lord. And this is what I'm telling to all of you who are listening. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wild 
trials, in, in other words, that you may be able to stand against the schemes, whatever plans, whatever plots, whatever things that he has already decided he was going to do. Uh, be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Now, I want to pause for a second because I think we think we're wrestling against a devil that is in flesh and blood. And yes, it manifests itself in flesh and blood. We've got to understand that the devil is our invisible demon, right? He's invisible. We don't see him, but he gets a hold of individuals, right? And he causes individuals to manifest themselves. And we've been talking so much in surface level. When I say surface, we're dealing with what we see. And we think that the devil is what we see. Let me tell you, you don't see that devil who you imagine to have red horns and a red suit and all that stuff. I don't know if he's got it or not, but what I do know is he's a spirit and we've got to deal with the thing behind, uh, beyond the surface. We've got to deal with that thing that is unseen. We've got to begin to head this thing off. Let me tell you, believers, there are individuals that have been uh, uh, summoning two spirits that are being that that are being motivated by unseen things but yet we want to deal with this thing in the natural listen let me get back to this verse number 11 says put on the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil look up that word wiles get some other translations schemes plots plans whatever you want to call it verse number 12 says for we wrestle not mm, this is very critical we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. I know you think this is a UFC. I know you think this is WWE. I know you think that this is uh, one of those boxing matches and that we're trying to wrestle somebody that we actually see with our eyes. But the truth of the matter is we are uh, we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual weaknesses, wickedness in high places. The scriptures is very clear. Man, it seems like this scripture didn't mean much years ago, but now it's very clear. Verse 13 says, wherefore, take on to you the whole armor of God. Oh, get on the whole armor of God. I want to commission all of you believers, not just so that you can get through your life, but we all need the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand the, in the evil day and having done all to stand. Verse 14 says, stand therefore having your loins girded up with truth, having on the breastplate of, breastplate of righteousness and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Verse 16 says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith we, ye shall be able to quench all of the fierce darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always, verse 18 says, praying always, if we can get back to praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Watching thereof with the with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for and for and for me, the utterance may be given unto me that I may be opening my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds. Therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. 
my brothers and sisters, I hope you get a chance to meditate on Ephesians chapter number six. I want to give you something to think about. If you haven't, you know, maybe God is dealing with you in some other way. But if you're just looking for a scripture uh, to get you through these times, get back to understanding that we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. We are wrestling in the spiritual realm, which means that most of the fight is going to happen in our war rooms. It's going to happen in the place when I call our war rooms, those places where you find yourself praying. God wants us to get back to a place of dedicating ourselves to prayer. And some of our prayers, some of you saying, hey, I pray. I pray all the time. But some of your prayers have to intensify. Some of your prayers have to change. Some of your prayers have to go from just me, myself, and I into a place of praying for others. It's a thing called intercession, right? Some of us have to grow to a place where we're beginning to just sit before the Lord in prayer and let the Lord place somebody on our heart. Let the Lord place somebody in our spirit to pray for. And, and sometimes we may not know these individuals. Sometimes it may be random. Sometimes it just may just drop in your spirit about a school, about a workplace, about a building that you pass by. Whatever the situation, when you get that in your spirit, begin to pray, begin to intercede, believers. Begin to pray for individuals. We are in a dark time where the enemy has intensified his fight. He's intensified what he wants to do in this earth. And if we get consumed with fear, when we get consumed with worry, when we get consumed with terror, understand that this is an enemy that is roaring, right? And he is trying to make his war louder than what it is. But I still believe that there's believers. I still believe that there's peace in this land. I still believe that God is working on the behalf of the believers. He did tell us that there will be dark days. He did tell us that there will be evil days. I understand that. But we're not going to give the devil any more credit than he deserves. Uh, our hearts go out to all the individuals that have been impacted. Our hearts goes out to them, to all the individuals that are still, that are connected to these events. As I mentioned, there's trauma that they have to face. There's trauma that they have to deal with. These children in Texas still have to deal with how do they go back to school? How does things come back to life? I understand these. These are the compassion. This is what Jesus put in us, that we would have compassion for those who have been impacted, those who have been victimized, those that have taken on. He did not uh, allow us not to be felt, uh, not to feel these things. But at the same token, God wants to shift our mind to a place where we can get ahead of these things and begin to pray for individuals and be a protection. I want us to get to back to a place. If you're listening to this, I know God has assigned you to pray for others. I know he has given you a calling. You may not be an apostle. You may not be a, a pastor and a reverend, a bishop, all of these titles that church people give. You may not be any of those. I understand. But we're in a day and time where if my people who are called by my name. If you feel that you've been called by Christ, if you feel that you've been chosen, if you feel that God has laid his hand on you, if you feel like you are a peculiar one, right? That one that God loves, that one that God cares for. If you feel that way, begin to open up your heart and begin to have compassion on others. Begin to pray for them. We're in a time where God needs our prayer. And I've been talking early in the year about spiritual fitness, building ourselves up. If you don't know where to start, start by getting a routine of prayer. Start by praying as much as you can, even if it's just, uh, you know, starting off maybe uh, 10, 15 minutes a day, maybe starting off. That's what notice I said starting off. But building yourself in prayer, building yourself whenever you get the unction of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead, you may begin to be pulled away. 
if you can at work. Maybe you need to go off to the, the restroom, whatever you need to do to get in and tap in and to pray. He says if my people would pray, God is calling for his people to pray and he's commissioning us mm, to get back to a place where we're not so much waiting on uh, uh, the situation for someone to drop in something that will release us. But God has given you power. He's empowered you. He's given you a gift. If you have the Holy Spirit, you have more than what you need. He has given you power to do the unspeakable. And I believe we're entering at a time of miracles. And miracles, not this, this, this spooky thing of miracles. Miracles are needed. Anytime God touches us and does something supernatural, and we've experienced it. We've seen our people's lives been saved. That's a miracle. We've seen people who have been sick and then they've recovered and been healed. They've been saved. They've been, they've, they've been struck with a miracle. God is performing miracles. Don't let the enemy uh, convince you that God is not in the healing business. Don't know that you believe that he's able. Now, it does not mean that we can manipulate God. We can't make God do whatever we want him to do. But we are humble under his hand. We understand that whatever God inspires us to do, we will carry it out here in this earth. We'll do exactly what God has called us to do. We'll be exactly what God has called us to be. Listen, I am I'm fired up as you can see. This was definitely not your typical um, behind the grind uh, episode. I get it. We will, like I said, have some interviews from time to time. I'll bring people in. They will share their stories. Um, but as much as possible, I want to give these pop-ups, right? I want to pop up on here and I want to share with you going forward. I'm back at home, y'all. I'm back in my home office. So you will probably get some podcasts that are more fired up like this from time to time. This is who I am right? This is what I believe. This is what I understand and what I know. And I'm going to share what I know. Just like the the scriptures say, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. You know, I don't have the five-step process to make you a millionaire. I don't have all of these things, but what I do have that I will give unto you and share with you. And I'll give to you uh, to bless your life, to help your life. And I want to share this Christ that I have in my life that he is in your life, that he will, that you will run with it, that you will run through walls, that you will leap over building, whatever God causes you to do with the power that he gives you, he will allow you to do that. Listen, uh, before we get out of here, I just want to pray. I want to pray for all the individuals. Uh, first and foremost, I want to pray for those of you who are listening today that have been impacted by the things that are going on, the struggles, the pains. Uh, Maybe it's in your personal life. Maybe you're not even dealing with uh, the things that are happening domestically here in this country. Maybe you're not even dealing with that. Maybe you're just dealing with your day-to-day situation. I pray that God blesses you. I pray that God graces you. I pray that God uh, anoints you. I pray that God opens your mind to a solution. Whatever the problem that you're facing, that God opens you up to a solution, that he will bring you out in that situation with a powerful solution. He will bring you to an expected end. The promises that God has already promised in your life, I believe that God is walking it out, though it may seem less tough. God says, focus on him, focus on his promises, focus on his word. And for those of you who have been troubled by the tragedies and all of the things that take that have been taking place, let you know that peace is happening right now. God is speaking uh, in this season of peace. Know that peace in your spirit, peace in your home, peace in your bodies, peace all around you. 
I pray that the interactions that you have will be peaceful. I pray that there'll be peaceful interactions across racial barriers. I pray that there'll be peaceful interactions in in your job and in your home and in, in your schools, in your children's schools. There is peace that is taking place from this day forward. I pray that you become a person that will pray on behalf and intercede for those who may not know Christ. I pray that you will become a mighty warrior of a praying warrior that is able to to, to get past whatever's in front of you and to pray for others. With that being said, I'm so glad that you've tuned in to another episode of Behind the Grind. Listen, we're going to be dropping some more episodes here soon. We're going to be dropping some more interviews. Um, You know, reach out to me if you're expecting to uh, hear a certain interview or you want me to interview a certain type of individual in a certain industry. If you want me to interview, um, even if it's you, hey, reach out to me. I believe that this platform is staged to see the glorious uh, victory of God, first and foremost, to share stories, but also to connect individuals with a way to navigate through this journey here in this earth. And we're going to continue to help you in this journey in earth by giving you also that spiritual guidance, that spiritual development that you need along the way. And so just consider me that guy that's going to help you in any shape or form to to get you on this journey and remind you about what God has placed in front of you. So until the next time, this is Sharad and this is Behind the Grind.